Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. I'm Elon. Um, I'm here solo today. Guy, my brother in crime, is uh, taking care of his uh, wife who got sick and their son. I think they're passing around some stomach bugs. So we're hoping that guy stays in the clear. Uh, but in any event, um, we do these lives every Tuesday. So it's a great opportunity for those that are joining the Old Souls and Seekers group to come and get a sense of who we are and what we offer and how we teach and what this community and education platform is all about. So first, if you're new to this community, I just want to welcome you. Welcome home for most of you. I'm sure it'll feel that way. There's just incredible, incredible souls from absolutely all over the world um, who are here committed to a very similar journey that you are and uh, up to growth and development and looking to connect with others. So feel free to use this community and, and this group as a way to connect and chat with people and share things and insights and what you're going through and struggles. It's a really, really safe, incredible place to do that. Uh, as I mentioned, today is Q&A. So I'm just going to wait for you guys to drop in some uh, questions in here. And as I see the questions come in, I will highlight them and then we can dive in. So if there's anything that you've been wanting to ask Guy or myself, today's that day. Uh, and again, it can be about any topic, any area of life. It could be something that's personal to you. It could be a question around, you know, some of the programs that we run here. Really, today is just open format and we're here to serve in whatever way uh, will help you guys the most. I will also let you know that um, Thanksgiving is obviously right around the corner. I was actually just talking to my team earlier today, and um, I know that Thanksgiving for many, many people can be a bit of a challenge. And I say that in that uh, our familial relationships, right, like relationship to mom and dad or maybe siblings or grandparents or cousins or aunts, uncles, whatever it is can be a little testy at times. And so a lot of the work that we do here is to help you heal those relationships. Uh, 
And what I mean by that is rather than working on the relationship with that person, um, you begin to realize that that person isn't actually doing anything to you. They're simply highlighting an aspect of yourself that is being bothered inside, right? And that, that bothered inside is not something new. It's probably something that you've been dealing with for a long, long time. Um, and it just so happens that this person highlights that aspect of yourself. And so what most people deal with relationships is they're always trying to change the other person or work on themselves by finding new ways to ask a certain question or phrase certain things, right? So that they don't like upset the other person or whatever it might be. And while that is all good and useful, um, what we have found to be infinitely more effective is this notion of actually working on the things and triggers that create the responses and the reactions in like, something has to hit that part, right? And when it hits that part, there's a certain reactivity that gets engaged. And then you're now in a pattern, right? To try to like defend maybe a hurt part of you or whatever it might be. And when you fall into that, it actually triggers the other person to fall into that. And the next thing you know, you just have two parts battling each other, uh, which is very, very uncomfortable. And so especially in our level one, program. So this is part of our Awareness Effect Academy, which is a six module, uh, six week program. You're going to have massive, and I mean like massive seismic shifts in your relationships. Um, first and foremost to yourself, and then through that in your relationship to others. So I just want to throw that out there. If you've kind of if as you're going into this week and into the holiday season, you could just feel in your system, there's this little bit of resistance or angst or just kind of like trepidation because you're just, God, you know, like I know Uncle Bob is going to say that thing and it's going to throw me off or whatever it is. I, I'm encouraging you, urging you to jump into the level one training uh, because between now and then, you know, like say you know, obviously Thanksgiving is now, but you have a month. So you have basically four weeks that you can dive into this training between now and the time that you go somewhere for Christmas, right? Like you can have an absolutely different experience. So um, yeah, you know, Andrea, who's, who's sharing right now, who said huge as in huge shifts in family relationship, like she rekindled a relationship with her brother, which at the time when she joined was an impossibility. Like it was just, it was a non-conversation, not gonna happen. He left the family, et cetera. And through Andrea's work, not only has she reconnected, but her parents have now reconnected to the brother. Um, Kiersey, who's uh, also one of our coaches and has been doing this work, just messaged me literally today that her children have reconnected with their father, which is unimaginable to both the children and to her. And this was not because she sat there and was like, you know what, children, like you should really reconnect. It is just, there's a certain energetic frequency that you are. And when you have a defended heart, I'm just going to use that phrase, right? Like defended heart, meaning that there are hurts inside of you. There are hurts inside of all of us, parts that are have just 
been hit so many times that we've had to learn to defend ourselves, right? That energetic frequency and that energetic makeup creates a certain environment that you walk in, okay? When you begin to shift that energetic makeup that you are internally, it creates these ripples. And, and you know, in Kiersey's case and in Andrea's case and many of the people that have done this work, it's like seismic ripples. And in the way that you've been trying to change your mom or change your dad or change your siblings or whatever to like give them this book, you know, covertly like, oh, if they just read this book, my life would be better. And they won't because the, the message that they are hearing from you is, hey, uh, there's something wrong with me, right? And so they get defensive and they don't want to do that work. Whereas here, what we're saying is like, leave them be. Don't even worry about them. Start to do your own internal work. And something that I've, I've uh, started to realize recently is what, what we have created as kind of like a proprietary technology, if you will, is something that I'm calling ERT, which is effortless, I'm sorry, ETR, effortless trauma release. So what I mean is there's these reactions, right? These traumas, soft traumas, big traumas, et cetera, that got created in our lives between the ages of zero to eight. And these are the things that are creating your day-to-day -day life as lived. Right. And so as long as those things are inside of you, you're going to have a very similar type of life, very similar type of relationships. So it's almost like if the thing's inside, right, it's, it's in there. Okay. Then we read personal development books. We do mindset training. We do all that stuff. So we are learning to do what we're learning to manage these parts. Okay. Almost like when you have a headache, or you have a pain in your body and you take some sort of medication, a leave Tylenol, whatever, right? Like something over the counter. That medicine in no way, shape or form is actually healing the, the, the pain. The pain, like the, the thing that's creating the pain is still very much inside. What that medication does is it basically stops the uh, synapses in the brain from receiving the pain signal. So it basically tricks your brain to say, oh, there's no pain over there. And so you feel relief. But what happens once the pill runs out? Does the pain go away? No, the pain comes right rolling right back, right? And so likewise, these traumas, and by the way, just so we're clear, traumas does not need to be that you were abused physically, emotionally, sexually, it doesn't mean that. It means that if your parents were not attuned to your need at that moment, that creates a rupture, that creates a trauma, okay? And here's the truth. None of our parents had this knowing, and so none of our parents were attuned. In fact, growing up, most of us grew up in this time where our parents were taught to mold and almost like through will, almost like... Um, when you um, train horses right through like physical will to like beat into submission, the child to behave, to, uh, to listen, to, to be the version that they thought society needs. Right. And so when you were sad, 
your parents, most of them, did not attune to the fact that you were sad and allow you to process that emotion, right? I know in my family, right? And like the family that I married into, what they do is they give you something sweet, right? It's like, here, stop crying. Here's a, here's a piece of candy, right? And then you wonder why all these people are functioning in the world where every time they're upset, they eat their way through their emotions. Yes, because it wasn't even your doing. You were a little kid, but someone gave you that. And that created a release of dopamine and serotonin in the brain. So now there's the physiology, right? And that eliminated that feeling of sad. And so now the answer internally is, okay, when I'm sad, I need to do this. And here's the question. Does doing whatever it is that you're doing, whatever coping mechanism you have, alcohol, drugs, sex, food, exercise, whatever it might be, does it actually make that thing that creates the trigger go away? And most of you have done a lot of work. You've done a lot of work and the thing keeps coming up, does it not? And so effortless trauma release is a proprietary technology that we take people through in our awareness effect Academy, right? So like we have level one, level two, level three. And so what you're basically working is on strengthening this ability to, as life is hitting you, to become aware of the thing that is getting triggered and to effortlessly. And I really like, I'm emphasizing this word without all this work and without having to memorize a million processes and things like that to effortlessly allow this thing to be met and attuned to in a way that mom and dad were not able to at that time. And in that process, that layer of rupture or trauma simply disappears from your system. So the next time you're in that same scenario, it doesn't even have the reaction. Right? Responsibility. Response able. Able to respond. So as life is happening, you are learning through this ETR process to actually respond instead of react. And by the way, let's be straight. When we react to things, do we ever react properly to them? Or what happens is that we end up reacting cataclysmically, right? Which creates more drama and more aches and more fires and more things to deal with afterwards, right? Let me know if, if that resonates. So if that resonates and you, you're in that boat, right? What I wanna offer is there is a way and it's a very effortless way to actually go through a process, a tried, tested process that will allow you to once and for all be with that which is arising inside, release it, let that energy flow. And then what that allows for is a new energetic frequency. And that new energetic frequency will bring forth a new life. Because what you've been trying to do is build a life on top of that energetic frequency. And that is why it doesn't matter how hard you work, how fast you work, how smart you work you kind of keep creating the same cycles over and over and over. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Does your life seem like it's like in a pattern over and over and over dealing with the same heartaches around relationships, same struggles around money, same struggles around health. 
And if that's you, because that's you've been trying to build and manage a life on top of all of this other stuff. Yeah, Caroline says loop. And there's no, it's not like a magical thinking, right? In, in fact, I would say magical thinking is that you're going to do enough personal development work to fix all of this. But you guys get like, if that is inside and that stays inside, how else could it possibly go? It can't go any other way. The, the programs internally will continuously show you life in a very specific way. And we talk about that in our training as well, like how we can actually use that to our advantage to create, to do a lot more work. So I'm going to see here, I think, uh, let me see who actually put this, um, put this question in here. Give me one second. Let me just open this. Okay, so Kathy Dale. Awesome. All right. Okay, so Kathy, I'm going to put your question up on here so we can all kind of read it together. And Kathy says, I'm new. So first of all, welcome, Kathy. Great to have you. Not sure if these are okay questions. I'm working on not expecting anything from anyone. That's really, really awesome. Expect nothing and appreciate everything. Beautiful. But how can we not expect people to speak respectfully to us? And shouldn't we expect things from our partners? How can we not let someone's condescending tone and sarcasm impact us? Should we ever initiate the conversations with the individuals who have chosen not to speak to us anymore? If we forgive someone, but we don't excuse their behavior, is it okay not to speak to them if they initiate conversation as a boundary? Amazing question. Okay, so there's a lot of things in there. I'm going to try to break them up. And I love that you're kind of touching on this relational piece, which is awesome. Okay. So step one, how can we not expect people to speak respectfully to us? And shouldn't we expect things from our partners? So here's what I'm going to say to that. Let me just uh, take this off the screen. One second. Okay. So step one. How can we not expect people to respectfully uh, communicate with us? Here's the thing. If I lined up a hundred people and I said, how does one communicate with you respectfully? Do you think we would get one answer? Or do you think we'd get a hundred different versions of that question? Let that sink in there for a second. And you guys be with me on this because I want to kind of interact with you as I'm answering this. So I know that you guys are with me. Okay. So what do you think we have? Yeah. Ashley says a hundred. Anybody else? What do you think? By the way, it's 222 on November 22 at this exact moment. Well, it just actually turned. Anybody else? One or a hundred? A hundred and one different answers. Yeah, probably hundred and one is more accurate. Okay. So if we know that, right, like as a baseline, then use that same analogy, Kathy, and think about this. Your definition of what someone speaking to you respectfully is going to be very different than what someone else's way of speaking to someone respectfully is. Likewise, let's flip it the other way. 
someone's sarcastic tone or as you said um condescending tone or sarcasm right that will impact different people differently for example northeast right like where i grew up sarcasm was used as a way to make people laugh like we were sarcastic as hell and it was comedy then guy moved to california and all of a sudden sarcasm was like mean people got hurt when you were sarcastic right so again different places completely different uh, expectations, completely different definitions of what sarcasm or condescending or respectful is. Okay. So if we know that and we think about that, then what we quickly realize is there is no way reality is other than the way that we perceive reality through our personal mind. Personal mind, by the way, just so you know, is made up of Every experience that you have ever had is your definition of reality, meaning that this stores everything, every conversation you've ever had, any interaction that you've ever had, everything. And that is what paints your reality, meaning that you have a very unique view. And I'm not saying Kathy, you, I'm saying the you like the, the human you, you have a very unique view of reality that literally no other person. So out of 7.9 billion people, you are the only person that has this relationship of reality. And how do I know that? Because you've had a set of experiences that no one else has ever had. And more than that, no one else ever will. You live in a time where you're having a set of experiences. Everyone else is having their set of experiences. And as you know, if respect, you know, I asked that question, like, would we get a hundred answers? So when someone looks at something, a movie, a book, a situation, a circumstance, it doesn't matter what, isn't it true that someone can look at that same situation and be like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing, most amazing thing ever. And someone on the other side is going to hate that, hate the person, hate the circumstances, right? So I just want you to get, before I go into anything else, that people live in their own realities and this weird expectation that we have that someone should understand or see the world the way i do is an impossibility can you get that guys it is impossible to have someone view the world the way that you do is that clear Right. So now get that. If that's clear to you, is you having an expectation that someone should or should not speak to you a certain way, a realistic expectation? Is that something that someone can do? Is that a realistic expectation? you really, when you start to think about it from that place, you really start to get like, how would they possibly know how I want to be communicated with? Unless you sat there and were like, 
here's how I need you to talk to me. Da, 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 da. And even then, if you did that, the chances of them doing that a hundred out of a hundred times are zero. Zero. Because they are made up a certain way. And there are certain things that impact them a certain way that have them go into an automated response. How many of you guys, someone does something and you catch yourself like hours later, you're like, wow, I just went off the rails, like totally unhinged, right? Just like autopilot response, like react, react, react. You had zero, zero uh, moments of actually like being there and um, coherently responding, right? And that happens to all of us. Like that that's just the human condition. So the one thing I know about expect expectations is this, Kathy. Um, first, when an expectation is unmet, the amount to which that expectation is unmet. So for example, this was your expectation, okay? If that expectation was met, you're happy. If that expectation was exceeded, you're elated. If that expectation was not met, the amount by which, and by the way, this is all made up by who? You, right? Like, how do you know the expectation was not met here or here or here or here or here? All, all the stuff that we make up, right? So if the expectation was not met, the amount by which it was unmet is the amount of displeasure, unease, unhappiness that you have in your life. Clear? You guys with me? So having any sort of expectation on someone is always, always, always going to lead you to disappointment because they will never respond the way that you think that they should respond. They will never say it in the way that you think they're supposed to say it. They will never say the right thing. They will never do the right thing, right? Like the chances of you expecting that to happen are slim to none but we keep expecting, right? Now, I'm gonna take this one, one step further. Are you guys with me so far? Is this making sense? Okay, beautiful. So I'm gonna take this one step further. Something that we teach at the Awareness Effect Academy, especially in level one, and we even touch on this at our Intuitive Mind event. Um, so if you haven't been to any of those, like I highly recommend it. Um, and if you haven't dropped into level one and like, Kathy, if this is what you're dealing with, I'm telling you right now in six weeks, I can absolutely guarantee you a mind blowing. Uh, this is like our guarantee that you will have a absolutely massive breakthrough. And at least this one area of life, you'll have many, many more, but at least this one area of life in six weeks, if that's, if you commit and you do the work, like it's a guarantee. Okay. So. Taking this now a step further, okay? We can look at people and circumstances as a gift. We can look at it as these people and these circumstances are showing up in my life right now because energetically inside, right? Like the things that are kind of like bubbling up to the surface inside that are wanting to be healed, that are wanting to be released, right? So I was talking about that effortless trauma release. So these like ancient, ancient traumas, come bubbling to the surface because these people and these circumstances poke at them. 
And when they poke at them and it activates, it feels very uncomfortable in our body. And we have all sorts of coping mechanisms to make that go away. And also the defense strategies that are built in that have you, you know, like protect yourself. But as long as that thing is there, there's always going to be someone there to poke it. So I want you to imagine if you've ever, if you have children, there's those like um, outlet protector things, you know, that you like put into an outlet and it, it blocks the thing. So imagine that people are walking around and they have this like knife or, you know, metal thing that they can poke into your outlet. And when they poke it in, you, you get electrocuted, right? The effortless trauma release process basically helps you to put a plug onto that. And so when they go and they try to do that thing that ticks you off so much right now, there's nowhere for them to plug in. And when there's nowhere for them to plug in, there's no reaction for you inside. And this is the best part when you do this work is that when there's nothing internally that needs to be reactivated, the people in your life change. Because right now they're just playing out a role. They're playing out the role that they were designed to play, which is to help show you these aspects of yourself that you're not willing to take a look at. So what happens is they say that thing, we get really upset and then we're trying to figure out like how to cut them out of our lives, how to make them communicate differently to us, all of these things. All of these things are where? Out there. Can any of you control what's happening out there? Do any of you wake up in the morning and control the weather, control traffic, control how people respond to weather or to traffic? Have any of you guys figured out how to do that? Did anybody, like, I think the most Im impressive lesson that we have all learned from COVID is that no one has a control over fuck all. We literally went from one moment life was this way to one moment life was a complete other way. Yeah, and someone says still trying, right? Because this is incessant part of us. It's like, if I just control my environment, my life will be okay. You can't control any of it. Any of it. Did any of you control how you were put together? When you were, when you were in your mom's stomach being put together, did you have any control over how this all got put together? Where your fingers were, where your hair was, did any of you have any control over that? No. And when you come out into the world, do you have any control over any of it? How people respond, what, what kind of circumstances arise in your life? Like, do you, are you controlling any of it? Control is the mind's biggest delusion. And yet we strive for it like it's this thing that is reality. You can't control anything out there. The only thing, and I'm not even saying that you have control over it. The only thing though, that you can have access to on a moment by moment basis is what is happening inside. And most of you, if you've done personal development, think about what mindset and personal development books teach you. 
what do they teach you? What aspect of your physiology are they focused on? Teaching you how what works, how your mind works. And so for those that got interested in personal development, you looked under the hood, under the hood of how this works, right? When you first learned that there's a voice inside your head that is not yours. For most of us, that was like, come again? This thing that has been berating me, keeping me up at nights, telling me that I'm not good or not working fast enough or not smart enough or not good enough or that my thighs are too big or that my ass is too big or my nose is too long or whatever it is. You're telling me that that thing is not even me? That was huge. Massive. So what you learned is you looked under the hood and you went, oh, wow, this is how this thing works. This is why it says those things to me and tells me this and tells me that, right? Like you guys did a lot of that work. The invitation here, if you want to actually release the trauma that's been pent, pent up, like all these parts inside that get disturbed by others, right? You're going to need to learn a new language. You're going to need to learn the language of what happens below the neck or from the neck down, right? You, you've done a lot of work on understanding this and that's taken you really, really far. Now the invitation is, hey, let's look what's happening here. Because this has a totally different language of communication. It can communicate in little pokes and little prods and little squeezes. And that's its language. And as you learn to decipher this language, you actually begin to learn what it is wanting and needing from you on a moment by moment by moment basis. And in doing so, you're able to give to yourself internally that which mom and dad were not able to give you. And so all of these things that you've been trying to manage and working through all these years are actually healable, right? Like you can actually heal these things if you learn this new language. And it doesn't matter what topic we, we talk about. It could be your health. It could be your finances. It could be your relationships. It could be your bad luck, good luck, whatever it is. I'm telling you all of it stems from these things that happened internally from the time you were in utero to the time you were about seven or eight years old. And these things have been running your life. You eat the way you do, you dress the way you do, you have the job you have, you went to the schools you went to, you have the friends you have, all because there were things inside that were okay and not okay. And you created judgments and preferences for these things. And based on those judgments and preferences, you've created your life. So for example, like Kathy is saying, right? When someone is doesn't speak respectfully to her, she cuts them out. And there have been hundreds, if not thousands of people that Kathy has cut out because of the way they spoke to her. They just said a bunch of words. That's it. They just said a bunch of words. But those words hit your system. And I'm not pointing to Kathy. I'm saying to all of us, like us, someone's words hit our system in just a specific way that all of a sudden you're like, nope, don't like them. Based off of what? 
Based off of what? Based off of the preferences that you created from the time you were very, very young, that you were completely unaware of that you were creating. And now those preferences have created your entire life. Let that sink in there for a second. How's that all land? It's kind of like, I know it's maybe not the kind of conversation that you guys want. And, you know, like I, I sometimes dislike that I have to share things in this way, right? And can you hear the truth in this? Can you find the resonance of this, right? Like the mind lives in the delusion. It sometimes takes hearing it in just this way to land and wake us up out of this sleep that we're in. So I'm just going to stop there for a second and just want to get a sense from you guys. How is this landing? Does this resonate? Like, do you feel the truth resonance of this? And if anybody has any follow-up questions or anything like that, Kathy, I want to learn, want to hear from you. Did this land? Did this make sense? Yeah. So Ashley says spot on. Trisha says, I feel this in my core. Andrew McCauley says, yes. Not easy to, to listen to, right? Like, I get that. Not easy to listen to. Veronique says 100%. Uh, who's Facebook user? Yeah. Uh, Natanya. <laughs> You're welcome, Alex. So Kathy says, yes, but how do we respond when they're asking a rude and sarcastic question? Kathy, so, so back to this. Right now, I want to point out that people are going to keep speaking to you sarcastically and rudely because that's, it. okay, let, let me say it this way. If there's a difference between someone saying words like, I ate a bagel, egg and cheese for breakfast, internally, the same response that you had about me saying I ate a bagel, bagel with egg and cheese this morning. You have any reaction to that whatsoever? Other than maybe like, oh, I like bacon, egg and cheese, or I don't eat bacon or whatever it is. But other than that, like, is there any response to that in your system? No, right? It's like peaceful, calm, whatever inside. When you can get to that level, when people speak, and no matter what they say, it is that same response inside, you know you've done good work. People will continuously talk to you in what you perceive as a rude and sarcastic way because there's some part internally that is wanting to be healed and released. And so you keep attracting people that keep talking to yourself in that way. But there are parts in you that you have not looked at. 
that also like there's parts of yourself that you've disrespected people or you've spoken, you know, rudely to people. And these are parts that we don't want to look at in ourselves, right? We don't want to look at the part inside. And Kathy, even as I'm talking, if you can kind of feel in like the top of your stomach area, you might feel this like pinching, squeezing that's happening right now. And I don't mean to freak you out. It's like one of the things that we can do is we can actually track someone's system, right? So like I'm kind of tracking you as I'm having this conversation with you just to make sure that it's landing. So you might even be able to feel there's like this tightening thing. That's where that part that gets reactivated lives. And so the work that we do here is less about trying to figure out how, make, how to make people talk to you a certain way, which again, as I've said, is an impossibility and actually work on what's happening inside. Um, you know, I, I, I went to hear Michael Singer talk and, and he said this really interesting thing. He was saying that there's levels of reality um, and I'm not gonna go into the whole thing, but at the end of the day, everything is, is the quantum field, right? Like subatomic particles, quarks, bosons, whatever it is, right? Like, so you go, it could be water, it could be H2O, it could be hydrogen, it could be oxygen, it could be, uh, electrons and neutrons and protons, right? And like, you could just keep going. And all of those things are true. It just kind of depends where you're looking from. So he was saying, you know, everything in this world, everything in this world is made up of particles. And all of those particles are on the uh, periodic sheet, right? Like a hundred and whatever uh, particles all put together in different ways. And by the way, do you sit there and go, oh, we should put it this way in order to make that? No, here's a bottle. You know what this is made out of? Particles. The quantum field basically created this. I didn't sit there and create this. It figured out a way to put these things in this sequence, just like you, it, you're a bunch of particles put in a certain sequence, okay? So he was saying like someone can look at something or someone and say, wow, they're really beautiful. And someone could look at that same person and go, wow, they're really ugly. And he's like, if I held up the periodic chart to you and said, okay, which of these is ugly or which of these is beautiful? Could you say it? No, but that's what they're made out of. So what you're basically in essence saying, I don't like the way that these particles are put together. Who the fuck are you? Like, who the fuck are you? So when people communicate with us, it's like, it's just a bunch of particles doing what particles do. Everything is just particles. And so when we're reacting to it, it's like you're reacting to something that you made up. And if that reaction doesn't serve you, then what you get to work on is what's underneath that is creating that reaction. Because Kathy, there is no way. And I mean, most of us have tried. How does it work changing people? Even with the most loving, best of intention way, how does it work changing people? It doesn't. It doesn't. It creates a headache for you. It creates disappointment for you. It creates expectations for you. All of it leads to you being what? Upset. Right or right? 
So if you actually want liberation from this, here's the offer. Stop worrying about them and realize that your life will look different when you've done the right work internally. Period. And there are plenty of people here who have been in our programs that are happy to share with you about the miracles that have happened in their lives unexpectedly, like a brother showing back up or a father showing back up or financial opportunities or weight just being shed from their bodies. All of these things that they didn't come in here intending to have happen. It's just as you release and heal these aspects of yourself, a completely new reality emerges without you having to work really hard at making it happen. How many of you guys work really fucking hard at trying to manifest the reality that you really want? And it's exhausting and ineffective. So if you're exhausted, it's been ineffective, you feel stuck, my invitation is come try something new. Because I was in that loop for 15 years. It took me a long time to get out of that loop, 15 years. So if you're anywhere on your journey, hopefully you're on this journey less than I, I'm telling you right now, you don't need to wait 15 years because eventually you're going to hit that same wall that I hit. And eventually your head is going to keep bumping up against it. And eventually you're going to realize that, holy shit, I've been doing this, working really hard. And like, it's just not moving. So good. Hold on. Let me highlight that, Kathy. So Kathy just wrote, wow, I love this. I don't have to take anything anyone else says personally. And if I start to let it bother me, it is a sign of my work needing to be done. And this obviously includes partner, kids, etc." Yes, Kathy. So much. Yes. So, 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 so good. So good. Now I get that that is easier said than done. <laughs> this is not like an on off switch where it's like all of a sudden like, Okay, I don't take anything personally. Bullshit, you're human. You're going to take shit personally. And whether you catch it in the moment or whether you catch it after, it's irrelevant. You can sit and actually process these things afterwards and heal those things afterwards. So like you have a response, it happens with your partner. You have a response, it happens with your kids. Okay, like in the moment to catch yourself, that's like really, really high level stuff, right? Okay, so... You're not going to expect to do that. But when you notice it, even at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I didn't really respond the way I wanted to. Okay. So I can sit and actually drop in and bring through that moment. And you will actually feel the body doesn't know the difference between something that's happened or is happening. It's going to respond the exact same way. And so you can actually like sit and with awareness, notice the things that you missed in the heat of the moment. And those are the keys to the castle. Those are the keys to your liberation. So here's what I want to offer. If this has been impactful, I know Kathy, like that was amazing. I'm so, 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 so happy that you asked that question. And I'm so happy that it resonated with everyone here. Like, I love that question. What a great inquiry. And, um, now is kind of like the moment, right? 
And the moment is, and this is kind of like the thing that I, I notice a lot happens in, in the world of spirituality and personal development. What we tend to go after is we tend to go after the explanation, the understanding. Like that's what the mind wants. It wants you to strive to understand something. Here's my question. Does understanding anything make any real lasting difference? Process that for a second. Does understanding anything actually create long lasting results in your life? Yeah. So Ashley says no. Let me see who else is here. Jennifer Lingo says no. Yeah. It doesn't. Understanding is a booby prize. Understanding is like the fake whatever, like the, the carrot at the end of the stick, right? It's like it's it's irrelevant. But to the mind, it makes you feel really, really like, like you're progressing. It's the same way that like people think about doing something and they think that thinking about doing something is actually doing something when thinking about doing something is just thinking about doing something. It has nothing to do with actually doing something. You get that? So this is where the rubber meets the road. These conversations are awesome, right? Because they create an opening. So how many of you guys feel like a resonant, like something landed new today? If, if that's you, just say I or yes, like something just kind of landed newly here. And you're like, wow, that's different. I can kind of start to feel that and, and the difference in this conversation. And it's really starting to land. Right. So Renee says, definitely. Let me see. Um, Christy says, yes. Jennifer says, I. Kathy says, this was huge for me today. Amazing. Okay. So now here's the thing. You're going to walk away from here feeling amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like you're going to feel amazing. You're going to really feel like you got something. And here's the truth. And I, I don't mean to burst your bubble, but here's the truth. It's not going to make any difference in your life. Now, I know that's a tough pill to swallow right now after what we just experienced. And you're like, you took me on this beautiful ride. And now you're telling me that here. I've been doing this for a long time, right? Coach tens of thousands of people over 20 years, like, I kind of know how humans work, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Without action, without accountability, without actually learning this through experience, not as an understanding, but as a physical, as lived experience in the body, none of it will make a difference. It will be another aha moment that you'll feel really good about. Then something's going to happen in your relationship. You're going to react or respond the same way. And then you're going to go like, oh, it wasn't that thing. And your mind is going to be like, oh, what we need is we need more information. How many of you guys notice the mind does this? It's like it gets something. It gets really excited. It tries to put it into work. It fails once, twice, three times, whatever it is. And then you go right back to searching for the next thing because it convinces you like, oh, that wasn't it must have not been it. Like I missed something. Let, let me look for the next thing. And every time you look for the next thing, what I want you to know is you're basically starting from zero every single time. And so accountability is what makes a difference. And accountability comes from having someone that you meet with 
on a regular basis, right? Like a community that you meet with on a regular basis, a coach that you meet with on a regular basis, like ways that you go into life, put these things into practice, realize like I've got it here, but it doesn't really work here. And then actually start to get feedback. Can you imagine any professional athlete not having a coach? Could you just imagine like they just go out there and like, because they've read a book and they figured some stuff out and then they're just going to go out there. No, absolutely not. So here's the thing. If you want actual results, my recommendation is you take action on that. And for those that want relationship magic, right? Cause this is kind of the conversation that we had. I'm telling you right now, getting into the level one training and in six weeks, you come back to me and you tell me the kind of impact that this has had on you and your relationships, that's taking action. Most of us try to do personal development on our own and we fail miserably. We just run around like a chicken with our head cut off. And so I'm going to tell you something that my mentor told me a long time ago. Can you figure all this stuff out on your own? Yes, you can. The difference is, do you want to figure it out 40 years from now or do you want to figure it out four months from now? That's it. Truly, like, when do you want this done? Do, are, you, are you okay waiting 40 years to figure out these lessons? Or you're like me, impatient and crazy and like, I want it yesterday. And for that, that's what you pay. That's what you pay a mentor and a coach to walk you down that path and go, okay, listen, here, do this, shift that, notice this, that. Because that's what we need. We need reflection. We can't see past ourselves. So if you want to do that, here's my recommendation in the, in the comment box right now, just say, uh, say, contact me. Okay. So for anyone that wants to like have that conversation, we have a team here. They'll walk you through the whole process. They'll tell you about everything that you get in the bundle. We have this amazing bundle where you get level one, you get a live event ticket, you get all these amazing bonuses. I don't want to go into the whole thing now, but like, just put contact me and here's our bold promise. In six weeks, you will have a massive breakthrough in at least one area of your life. And if you don't, we will give you back every cent. Like that's how big and bold we believe. Like it is a, it's a fucking guarantee. And it's not going to be one. It's going to be multiple. And you're going to be like, oh my God, I didn't even realize that that was the thing that was da, 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 da. like, that's just how it goes. Do not. Do this stuff on your own. If you've been doing it on your own for so long, just look at the results. If the results are what you want them to be, keep doing by all means, do it. But take it from someone that did that for 15 years. You go with someone, the speed and distance which you can go when you actually are being supported is, it's night and day. It is night and day. And day, and you will look back after whether it's six weeks or a year or however long you're with us, and you will look back and go, wow, how did I do that? It's going to feel like 20 lifetimes in, in a very, very short period of time. So again, contact me. I'll make sure to have one of our team members uh, reach out to you and get you all set up and squared away so that you can shift these things once and for all, not as a like an understanding, but an actual as lived experience. So with that, I'm just going to say thank you, a specific thank you to Kathy here. 
Um, thank you so much for being vulnerable and bringing this question through. It was beautiful for everyone else. I hope that today was valuable and that you got something for yourself. And again, I just really want to leave you with this. Like if you actually want results in your life and this resonates, like this conversation, the way we speak about it, right? Like jump in. I know it's scary. I, I get it. it's always, always, always scary to invest in ourselves, right? Because we feel like we don't deserve it. And there's all these other things, but I always laugh. I'm like, we pay a thousand dollars for this fucking thing that we carry in our phone that I think everyone would agree creates more havoc than does good in your life. But when it comes to investing a thousand dollars in ourselves that we know is going to actually like give us better health, give us better relationship, make us feel better, like make us sleep better, like all these things. We don't, it's it just, it's crazy to me. So in any event, I'm going to leave it at that. I really, really want to say thank you guys so much. Um, if, if you are going to celebrate Thanksgiving, um, I hope you have a wonderful time with your, with your friends and your family. To me, this is just such a special time where we can just stop and really have gratitude for what we've created, the people around us, uh, the things that we have. And so I hope that you find your way to that level of gratitude. I want you to know that you being part of this family and this community means a great deal to me. And I'm grateful for you having found us. And I don't believe in accidents. I hope you don't too. So if you found your way here, it's probably for a reason. And I would just take the necessary steps to figure out what that reason is. So till then, have an incredible, incredible rest of your week, incredible Thanksgiving. We'll see you on the other side of it. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.